0: ask yourself if this way that you're feeling is it the true reflection of who you really are is it however it is that you're feeling or whatever it is that you're experiencing is it enough to define who you are and a lot of the times it's not because a lot of the times some of the things that we feel it's fleeting it's it's there one minute and it's gone the next and not to say that it doesn't matter it's just it's not enough of a reason to define your whole existence around.
1: Hi sis, you've come to the right place. Living Content Podcast is rooted in the knowing that we are already healed, divine, made perfect, whole and complete. The conversations here are more about remembering that getting to know ourselves better through different healing modalities here we learn to grant ourselves access to ourselves now we affirm ourselves of our worthiness for peace great joy love and abundant wealth embedded even here where we find ourselves this here is a safe space for women to heal cultivate joy and sisterhood i am your host and I hope that this episode is a soft sweet reminder that you are not alone. Hello sis and the brother in the room, hello fam, welcome to episode 28 of Living Content Podcast. If you're new here, I am sending you all the warm love, welcome, welcome and if you're returning, thank you once again for spending your time here with me, I do appreciate you so much. Thank you for continuing to journey with me on this podcast. I hope that you are finding some helpful and insightful tools from these guest episodes as well. I also just wanted to share that we are now sold out for the retreat. All the tickets have now sold out, which is incredible. And from the bottom of my heart, and I think Bumia as well, we are so grateful, excited, and this has been beyond what we had imagined. So, Thank you, thank you. Once again, I will be sharing very soon the episode um, for the retreat, just unpacking a bit on the retreat, how we came about the idea of having a retreat. So the episode will be coming very soon, let's just say Thursday. I'll be sharing that episode. I will also be taking a break thereafter. I think I've been on a spiritual drought and I shared on my personal page. I think I was too (laughs) emotional when I actually shared that post, but Yeah, I think I've been on a spiritual drought and it's it's so important to also check in with yourself, which season are you in and also just preparing for the retreat. I want to have taken time to refuel, um, replenish my soul, my body, just to be ready for the retreat, to also just have a joyous experience and yeah, do the work, do the work that goes on scene. So I'll be away for a month, for a full month. This will be the last episode. We will resume from November. Um, the next coming episode will be about the retreat, unpacking the retreat. So this episode, let me tell you, y'all, this episode is actually incredible. I genuinely love all my guest episodes. Every new coming episode always leaves me with like an amazement, you know, how God is able to use another person's story to actually to show you that first you're not alone, but to reflect the light that is already in you and see it through another person says as much as I do believe that we we project the unhealed parts of ourselves in the world but so is the light the light in us that we are able to see in ourselves we also are able to recognize it and see it in others and being able to see how God is using people's lives to actually reaffirm the truth in us and this conversation is really just so beautiful on this episode, I have a conversation with Alyssa Ho to talk about self-love affirmations and just affirming our innate worthiness for nourishing self-love. She shares how we can actually view affirmations differently and when it is best to use affirmations in your life, depending on what season you find yourself in and where can we actually find sources of affirmation? Because we often think that with affirmations, we need to say them out loud, but We have resources in our lives where we can source affirmations, which is something that I actually never thought of. So this conversation was a bit of a paradigm shift on affirmation and how we actually view affirmations. Lusikho describes herself as an ever-evolving soul, a storyteller, a ball of sunshine, and a visionary. Grounded by her loved ones and regular spiritual practice, Lusucho seeks to live life to the fullest and sees every moment as a chance to return home to self, her truest and highest self. Lusucho is a creatively charged and deeply curious writer with great interest in topics related to wellness, perceptions of beauty, spirituality, and the relationship between one's inner world and outer world. In this conversation, as I did mention, we unpack on self-love and affirmations. So do enjoy listening hello welcome to living content podcast how are you doing sis today
0: i'm doing good and i'm very 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 excited to be a part of this podcast so i used to listen to your podcast before and the fact that i am a part of one of your podcasts is actually very amazing so i'm very excited to be a part of this podcast and for the conversation that we're going to be having i'm very very excited I'm also excited about it. Actually, you were saying earlier, I'm excited about it. I got to
1: know about you last year when I became part of the Level Up Bootcamp that you used to offer through Me and Me Forever, which had transitioned since to Lady Legacy. For me, I found that body of work transformational, especially where it found me at that time. I haven't since caught up with you and the work that you're currently doing right now, but we've had a conversation prior to this just to gauge where you are and you know what you're doing. But I'm excited that this will be actually the first time I have a conversation like this with you. So for me, yeah. I'm excited to know you also from a human level and just parts of what you used to offer then around affirmations and all that. So I'm really excited about the conversation we're going to have today. So, thank you, thank you, thank you for accepting my invitation. Actually, let me start there. Thank you for having me. So, just to ground this conversation, to start off this conversation, without imposing myself, without thinking this is who Seho is, I would rather have you introduce yourself who is Seho in the season of life that you find yourself in. How do you introduce yourself?
0: Oh, okay. So, I'm going to introduce myself on two levels. Mm-hmm. A very spiritual level, which is a very um, important and very significant part of who Los Ejo is, and then on just a human, very practical level. On a spiritual level, I describe myself as a soul that is on the move, constantly mm-hmm. moving, constantly growing, constantly evolving, and constantly trying to find the best way to navigate this human experience that I'm having um that is me on a on a soul level which I believe is my truest and purest purest form Mm. and on a more human practical level I am just a happy go like person a ball of confidence I am uh, very, a very 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 big dreamer very ambitious I live in my head a lot um, and it can sometimes be um, it, it, it's sometimes my worst place to be in but also sometimes my best place to be in mm. um, I'm always thinking up scenarios of how I would love to leave a mark on this earth so that's why I call myself a very big dreamer and um, yeah one that lives in their head a lot I am someone's daughter I am a sister Um, I am a friend and a romantic partner to a very special someone who's lucky to have me (laughs) (laughs) that's beautiful (laughs) so yeah that's 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 me in a nutshell yeah
1: Mm, I love that you first introduced yourself from a spiritual level that you're ever evolving You know, what I love also about you is that most of the parts that you, or the jams that you get in your mind, just being alone with your mind, with yourself in your mind, um, you also get to implement. And like, they're always mind-blowing. I, Mm -hmm. For one, I got to experience what used to be your offering. So for me, I think that was really something I'll forever remember, if I was to say, but not to take you back to that. But like, I love how you implement such beautiful things in the world out here
0: yeah I'm actually glad I'm, I'm actually happy to hear you say that because I think um one thing that as people who live in our head a lot is um is that like the things that we think up or the things that we dream a lot in our head we are very very It's it's very personal it's very it's very personal and putting out those particular ideas into the world comes with a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety, you know. Mm. Um, you just you just never know how other people are going to receive it and you just never know if people will just shrug it off as being uh, one of your crazy ideas or whatever, you know. So hearing someone say that whatever it is that you were thinking in your head that you actually went about implementing, hearing someone say that it, it, it helped them or Was enjoyable for them or pleasant for them is always very heartwarming. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You dream out loud. So
0: (laughs) please continue to dream out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I do. Actually, my mom and my partner, like, oh my gosh, I. I bombard them with all my ideas. I remember when I was young, I used to always like think up all these things and I'd always tell my mom, I'd always start the sentence, "Or oh, okay, mama, what do you think? And as soon as girl, what do you think? She'd be like, yo, okay, girl, starting again. Yeah, I definitely came out loud a lot. <laughs> mm.
1: Would you say that your dreams were mainly affirmed by your parents though, growing up?
0: Oh. I my parents had their fair share of affirming some of my dreams, but they they are human, so there's some things that like they can only go to a certain point when it comes to support and affirming, Mm. you know. Um, and where their support and affirmation stops would depend on what they've seen and experienced in their life. Uh. So sometimes. Um, the things that I dream or the things that I think of, it's beyond what they probably have seen someone practically do. So mm-hmm. they can't affirm me 100% in something that they haven't seen done, being done, you know? So that's just them being human. I genuinely can't even um, um fault, fault them for that at all. Yeah. So they've had their fair share in affirming my dreams and supporting them. But I think the person that would have supported my dream or the being that would have supported my dream fully would be God. (laughs) If I wasn't as spiritual as I am or as grounded in my spirituality as I am, I think a lot of the times I would, I'd very much discourage myself out of a lot of the dreams that I have. But just being grounded in God and knowing that I come from a being that is like God, that in itself, Um, affirms me 1000% more than any um, sort of human Mm. would ever be able to affirm me you know so yeah God makes up for a lot of what humans cannot do for me and a lot of what I cannot do for my own self yeah in terms of affirming my dreams yeah
1: yeah I think purely because God sees the whole view of yeah you know the impossible and what's possible for you and like, I think that's why in human flesh, it's so important to have representation, because then it shows the other parts that we don't see possible for ourselves, also possible where we see stories of people like us um, fitting into like very much possible. So from a spiritual mm-hmm. level, God has like the bed-eyed view over your life. Yeah. And, yeah. So I love that you say that. That is the perfect source to find validation and affirmation because he knows what's good for you so yeah yeah us to put it that way as i said earlier i i think your work was very incredible um in such a way that it provided black women with motivation guidance and tools to overcome self-doubt and i think that's what you also would say to create and cultivate a successful life that is meaningful to them. What was your story that led you to serve women in this way? And what did you discover that inspired you to create this powerful
0: offering at that time? I think for me, topics or themes or concepts around personal development have always been something I've been interested in um, growing up from a very young age. So anything that pointed towards personal development, particularly personal to development with regards to your inner self, that has always been something that I've been interested in. So when I started me and me forever as a platform to um, to help black women to develop themselves like on a personal level and on a mental level, emotional level, so that they can create whatever successful life they want to create for themselves, when I started that at the time, I was thinking to myself that, okay, you know what i'm on this journey of um i'm on this on this journey where i want to take this whole personal development thing to the next level mm-hmm. and i was like okay let me not do that on my own let me share my experiences with other people let me share my thoughts and opinions around this whole personal development thing with other people And just create a safe space where conversations around personal development can be had. Um, I think in that way, I would have been able to grow, yes, as an individual, but in growing as an individual, I would have been able to walk the journey with someone else who also wants to grow in that regard. So that is Mm -hmm. why I then created um, Me and Me Forever at the time. I I think, did I answer your question?
1: Yes, no, them, no, definitely. And I think that is something that you used to say that, you know, like as you're discovering and learning, you wanted to pull together a Black woman to also journey with you on yeah. this knowledge sharing as well, which was incredible. I mean, like, I know that often we keep to ourselves. And I remember also how you actually extended the invitation for me to be part of this bootcamp, which was incredible, as I say, that <laughs> for me yeah. it was very much beneficial. So, I want to then ask you personally, how have you had to expand in order to be able to serve your community of women
0: that you had built the way that you did? Sure. Um, that, that, that expansion for me, I want to try to break it down like in, in, in three ways or um, I'd say there were three different Um, Ways in which I had to expand. Um, So first I had to expand my knowledge on the topic of the inner self. Um, I had gathered uh, at the point where I started me and me forever, the information that I knew about the inner self that is the mind, self-talk, affirmations, um, emotions and the role that they play in um, how you define yourself as an individual and how you relate to the world. Everything that I had learned till at that point in time, I had learned either from my pastors at the time who were also life coaches and who integrated their life coaching with their sermons. And I'd learned from books that I had read as a teenager that mm-hmm. I had to learn more. I had to dig deeper. You know, I just I couldn't just use what I know. I had to constantly dig deeper, do more research so that whatever I put out there um, is, is relevant to the times and It's based on like a good good amount of research, you know, Um, and I'm not just saying it and spewing things out for the sake of spewing things out of my mouth. Um, The second way in which I had to expand was that I had to learn more about myself. Um, Mm -hmm. I could not produce a body of work without me. And in order for me to use me to create that body of work, I need to learn more about me also so that I am able to create a body of work that is very authentic and that is relatable so I had to learn about my own self if I'm telling you to learn about if I'm I'm helping you in your process of learning about affirmations, I need to learn about what that looks like for me so that I can be able to make my content more authentic and more relatable to the next person or more relatable or how can I put it? When you're able to give real life examples to other people, it makes things more understandable, more easy to understand. Mm. So that's where I had to learn about myself. So I can put myself in the work as well and be able to make it easier for the next person to understand whatever it is I was presenting to them. And then the third thing that I had to learn was to learn about the people that I was interacting with or that I was sharing the information with had to learn about what they wanted to talk about what they didn't want to talk about what they were more interested in and what they were not interested in had to be very sensitive to um to the next person because personal development is personal you know it's yeah. it's, it's all in the word so also having to um learn to tread lightly when it comes to that um with other people and not to attack people and not to be judgmental you know um, also to be open-minded and to be willing to listen and receive what the next person has to say even if it's not something that um, you even if it's not something that you believe or if you don't see the same uh, if you don't see eye to eye you still need to be willing to listen to the next person and sort of see things from their point of view as well. So, yeah, it was those three things learning more about the topic of personal development, particularly with regards to the inner self, learning more about myself so I can make the content more authentic and relatable, and learning about the people that I was interacting with.
1: Mm-hmm. I've also learned that to actually apply it as a tool or to use it as a tool or as a model that you use in your course, you have to also just apply it with yourself. You have to mm. be the first person to test that it works, you know, and it's it's beautiful yeah. that you say that you had to revisit your inner self as well as you were also just doing research as well. some just end by just doing research, but also it has to also apply to our lives as well. So I appreciate yeah. that. and I do remember that I think most of the time yes you you would tread carefully, but also as you say that personal development is actually personal. It's mm-hmm. very important to also just remember that you are engaging real human experiences throughout the course. As you said, also that one of the tools that you actually researched and also integrated within the course was affirmations, which is something that I wanted us to talk about self love and the power of affirmations, affirming our innate worthiness for nourishing self love. So, just to share my experience, I remember for me, it took me a while to get to a point where I realized the power of affirmations for myself. I used to think that it was a way to deny the existence of my real feelings at that time. But now I'm at a place where I see them as speaking life to my life, into my life. So I relate different to affirmations at this point, but I want to know from you, how can affirmations be used as a tool to reframe our experience, right? Or how we take in our experience and our beliefs for self. How can affirmations be used as a
0: tool to reframe our experience and our beliefs for self my understanding of affirmations have some has somewhat evolved since I created that particular body of work right at the time, I saw affirmations as a tool to basically convince the mind of whatever it is you wanted to convince it of. If you wanted to convince the mind that you are great, that you are awesome, that you are beautiful, that you are smart, I thought affirmations is a tool to do just that, mm-hmm. right? But my view of affirmations now is, that is it a, it is a tool that you can use to return to yourself. Um, it's a tool that you can use to return to the truth of who you are, mm-hmm. a truth about who you are. So it's not a matter of you convincing yourself of being something that you're you're not it's -hmm. just you reminding yourself of who you already are yes and I think when you use affirmations from that place of reminding yourself of who you are it becomes easier for you to first of all, believe in the fact that this thing will work. Mm. Because it's it's not like now you're just, you know, saying anything and everything and trying to, to convince yourself of it. No, you are reminding yourself of the truth of who you are. In that sense, affirmations is a tool that you can use to return back to yourself in moments where you may have forgotten who you are, in moments where life may have made you forget who you are. It's a tool that you can use in moments where people may have taken you away from the concept of um, who you are and um, where people may have convinced you that you are something that you really are not. Mm -hmm. It's just a tool that you can use to return back to self, to return back to the truth of who you are. And that is that you are love, you are light. You're a powerful you're beautiful, you're smart, and you're capable of doing anything and everything that you want. Affirmations are the tool that we use to get ourselves back to our purest form, to the light that already lives within us, yeah. to the love that already lives within us. So yeah, that's that's how that's what I would say affirmations are all about. Sure. I love that you see them
1: that way, because that's exactly where I am.
0: Like I see
1: healing generally (laughs) as a way of remembering who we are at our core who we've always been and for me affirmations are restorative they are a remembrance as you're saying like they are reminders of what's been embedded there what's been endowed in your essence what's been there for years uh, of your existence so seeing them in that light like it even actually makes it so much better to even incorporate affirmations in my daily practice as ways to return home to self, you know. Um,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, there are just so many modalities, which one can heal, which one can return home to self. And affirmations is one of those tools as well. If you from this point of knowing that this is a way of actually remembering who you are as opposed to negating or denying your real ex- experience because sometimes you often think yeah. that that is the case we are trying to ignore the fact that I feel this way so you're mm. convincing your mind as you were saying earlier that convincing your mind that let me feel a different way yeah so thank you for actually sharing that perspective
0: and affirmations shouldn't ever negate um, how one feels you know, affirmations are not like, uh, like a tiny lip blaster that you just put over something and you keep doing Yes. It. No, yes. you need to interrogate how you're feeling. And that's the only way that affirmations will work is if you're honest with yourself and honesty with regards to the process of using affirmation comes in different layers and in different steps. Mm-hmm. You need to identify where you are, be honest about where you are and how you're feeling then interrogate why it is that you're feeling that way and then ask yourself if this way that you're feeling, is it the true reflection of who you really are, you know? Is it however it is that you're feeling or whatever it is that you're experiencing, is it enough to, to define who you are? And mm-hmm. a lot of the times it's not because a lot of the times some of the things that we feel, it's fleeting. It's it's there one minute and it's on the next. And not to say that it doesn't matter. It's just it's not enough of a reason to define your whole existence around, you know. So it's like interrogate the feelings. You have to, or else it's it's not gonna work then. You know, we'd be lying to say it's gonna work. It's not. You need to interrogate the feelings thereafter, use the affirmations to remind yourself that despite this way that I am feeling, which is very real because I'm feeling it, despite all of that, this is who I truly and really am. And this that I'm feeling right now does not define who I truly and really am. Ooh, I felt that. Yeah. What would you then say
1: um, are the mistruths that we often have around affirmations now that you've spoken about that? What do you think that are other mistruths that we often have
0: about affirmations? One thing that I have learned, and I don't, I, it's, it's very, um, this is very subjective. Um, mm-hmm. I've come to learn that affirmations don't have to be used in every season. There are just times where you just, you just don't have to use them. Mm. There's just times where it's okay to just allow yourself to float through life it's okay it's okay like and not try to to get a hold of your mind and not try to get a hold of your feelings and not try to pull yourself towards yourself there's just times where it's okay to just be and just like just just let everything be and then there's a time where affirmations and then, then there are seasons where affirmations are very necessary where you do have to pull yourself towards yourself where you do have to, you know, remind yourself of who you are. So I think what I used to think is that affirmations are for every single season under the sun. But there's just times where it's okay to not use affirmations. There's just times where it's okay to just just be without affirmations. And, And maybe in those times, um, there's other tools that you can use, you know, remember affirmation is, a, it's just one of many tools you can use to return back to self and it won't always be necessary. There'll be a time, you know, when you, when you're doing um, thing, gardening, for instance, there's a time where you have to make use of a shovel and there's a time where you have make, to have have to make use of a horse pipe. There's a time where you have to make use of the lawnmower, but you can't use them every single time because there's times where it's just not necessary for you to use a particular tool. And so affirmations is the same. There are seasons where you just, you don't have to use it. You could use it, but sometimes it's or foster, you know, um, and it's just okay sometimes to be okay with not using affirmations. The season will come where you need to use them and it will work beautifully. It'll work perfectly. But there's times where you have to explore the other tools that you have at your disposal. I think it's also yeah. important to
1: just listen to your body or your spirit at that time and what yes. it needs. Because I remember there was one morning where I didn't feel like journaling. I don't do it every day, but it's part of my daily practice when I so do it. Okay. Same with affirmation, same with meditation, same with other ways of healing. But in are days where I don't want to heal, I just want to watch Netflix, right? <laughs> yes. But like... That one morning, I was like, I'm just going to spray my plants. I'm just going to water my plants. I'm just going to, you know, be in the moment with these plants. Can I tell you that I felt so, so good. And that's just another way of returning home to self. Like, Mm -hmm. there are just many ways. But for that moment, my soul just wanted to just be with these green babies and just, you know, tend for them. So I also felt like something just tended to my soul in that moment because I was just feeling down but yeah I love what you said there so
0: yes always listening to body to your spirit is it's, it's just it's always important because when you don't do that you find that there's times where you forcefully do things and it causes more damage than anything yeah. and it, it really it just it I don't want to say it's a waste of time because I don't think time can ever really be wasted but it's just it 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 gets to a point where you start to lose trust in a specific tool, you know, and and you start to oh. see a specific tool in a negative light, and it's because you are forcefully using that tool when you were not supposed to use it, you know. And if you learn to put certain tools down when it's time to put them down, it it helps so that you don't see that particular tool as being something that added neg- negatively to your life um, and you don't start to just look at that tool with disdain or discourage other people from even using that tool you know so it's just it's important to listen to self and know when to put certain things down and try something else sure girl can you be my friend <laughs> <laughs> I can
1: be your friend <laughs> thank you for that Uh, so I want to then ask you said something so beautiful right now how can one integrate affirmations into their lives as a powerful tool you said it actually right now so I'm just thinking should I be even asking this question but let me just ask it just in case you have more jams to throw at me (laughs) how can one integrate affirmations into their lives as a powerful tool to cultivate self-love
0: self-belief and courage to create a life they deserve okay so okay the most traditional or very common way of making use of affirmations, is obviously like journaling it or just saying it to self in the mirror you know telling yourself that you're beautiful you're smart whatever it is that you need to hear in that particular moment either writing it down or saying it to yourself but I think Another way in which one can affirm themselves is by listening to music that speaks the things that you need to hear. Sometimes you don't have the energy to Mm. even tell yourself something. So listen to a song that tells you what you need to hear. Sometimes another way in which you can affirm yourself is to be around people that can speak those affirmations for you. So people who always add to you who always water your soul or nourish your your soul spend time around those people because that in itself will be a form of affirmation that you may need at the time Mm -hmm. sometimes other people can you know say things that are so beautiful that are so empowering so encouraging and that can be um a way of affirming yourself you're indirectly affirming yourself through that another thing that you can do to affirm yourself is immerse yourself in activities or some experiences that will affirm what you want to believe of yourself so if you want to believe or you sort of um yeah so basically you want to believe that you are beautiful do things that make you feel beautiful Put on that makeup, put on that beautiful dress so that mm-hmm. at the end, you know, you 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 feel beautiful. So you're not just mm-hmm. saying you're beautiful, but now you feel it as well. Um, if you want to believe that you are healthy and it's, it's just something that you want to believe and feel um in your heart, in your mind, and in your soul, do things that make you feel healthy. That's a way of also indirectly affirming yourself and action is a very strong way of affirming what you hold in your mind because it's good and well to tell yourself that you're a kind person but once you actually do acts of kindness or perform acts of kindness it reinforces what you are telling yourself in your head a hundred times more you know it's good and well to tell yourself that um you are. A confident person but once you immerse yourself in experiences that require that confidence and you ace those experiences it's a very good way of reinforcing what you believe in your mind you know so yeah you can write your aff- affirmations down you can speak them to yourself or you can be around people who affirm you or you can immerse yourself in activities and experiences that um affirm who you are who what you want to believe of yourself or you can listen to music and read books that do the affirming for you there's so many different ways to go about it it's there's, it's not a narrow um you know there's like there's no there's not just one thing that you can do to affirm yourself there's many different things that you can do to affirm yourself do what you need to do when you feel that you need to do it again listen to yourself and kind of figure out what self needs at a specific time because there'll be times where journaling doesn't do it Mm -hmm. Um, and there'll be times where listening to music doesn't do it for you or having your partner or your friend affirm you doesn't do it for you you know so be flexible with it and do what spirit needs you to do sure From your experience, how has
1: the meaning of self-love shifted as you were growing and evolving from how you have seen it embodied for you and how you have embodied it for yourself? For me,
0: I think for the longest time, self-love looked like doing things that make other people believe that I love myself. So it was more external. It was more, let me look good. And then someone can be like, oh, I tata now. You, you're always keen, You're always this, you're always that. Mm-hmm. It looked like doing things so that other people could tell me that I love me or doing things that would externally make me look like I love me. That is what mm-hmm. self-love was at first. But now self-love looks like doing things that make me feel that I am loved. It, it's more internal based. It's more... About me showing up for myself, even if other people don't see me showing up for myself. Even if yes. um, someone else doesn't see me um, taking those long hot box in box songs mm. Even if someone else doesn't see me sweating on the treadmill and, you know, or posting, this is what I know. Even if another person doesn't see it. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) even if another person doesn't see it it looks like just showing up for myself consistently that's what self love looks like for me in this particular season
1: I love that you're saying even once no one is actually there to witness but you know doing it still and showing up consistently because we
0: deserve that same kind of respect we don't want other people to love publicly only you know you want you want your mom, your sister, your romantic partner, your friend to love you whether there's an audience or not you mm. know you can easily see that I, there's some people that just love people publicly it's easy for them to love people publicly you know because everybody's watching and they fear being judged but the real love can also the real real love is seen in the moments where there is no audience where there is no one to judge the level of love you know so in the same way we should like we should do the same for ourselves as well i think for sometimes we think that i don't know sometimes we don't take ourselves as seriously as we take other people or we don't take ourselves as seriously as we want other people to take us for instance you know Mm. so love yourself publicly yes but also in those private moments when you're on your own love yourself even then because your soul is watching your mind is um is is seeing your your heart is feeling you know mm. you, you you are still you are still you experiencing yourself so make sure that even in the moments where you are alone the experience of you experiencing yourself is loving is kind is gentle mm. more yeah. so when you are alone like love yeah. yourself
1: more so when you're alone um, it can be 10% when you're in public when you know but more so when you're alone Because, Mm. yeah, so much of us, solitude feels like loneliness. Solitude is something that we run away from. Um, Our own company literally frightens us, you know. So we stay performing for too long that we are far Mm. removed from who we are. So it's beautiful, again, that you say that. um, Loving yourself more so, I think, when you're alone. Because that's the person you live with forever, literally yes. you are married to that person till death do us apart literally so yes yeah. Mm. yeah but what is the one thing what is the one hard thing that you had to learn as you were teaching and sharing or the one thing that you had to affirm your inner child as you were teaching and holding space for other women
0: i had to i had to learn that it's okay to not be in control Um, I think for the longest time in my life, I've struggled with wanting to control things, Um, wanting to control how other people perceive me, wanting to control my circumstances, wanting to control how situations unfold. And so in a situation where you're dealing with the personal development of yourself, yes, but of of the next person, you don't have control. You know, in situations where you're dealing with other people, you you rarely have control because you can't control what another person thinks. You can't control what another person says, what they do, what they like and what they don't like. Yes. So I had to kind of let go of wanting to control things. Um and for me, oh, this is yeah, this is a very, very personal <laughs> but <laughs> for me when i'm not okay let me put this properly i fear looking like a fool i don't want to look like a fool i don't want to feel like the fool Mm -hmm. i don't want to be in situations where i am the fool you know and so to avoid feeling like the fool or looking like a fool i try to exert a lot of control you know um that's why, like, uh, for the longest time, I, I, I struggle with sudden changes or with things not happening the way that I planned. Because I <laughs> give up the by the fool. Um, so I had to come to terms with that, that just because something is out of your control or because something's not happening the way that you want it to happen, it doesn't mean that you'll end up being the fool i just I, it's just something that i constantly had to to reassure myself of and um speak to myself about that you you just you just don't have control over other people you just don't have control over what the next person thinks, what they're going to do, what they're going to say, whether they're going to like what you're doing or not. You just you don't have control over that and the more you obsess over having control over that, the more unhappy you will be. So just let go of the control. If they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. It doesn't mean that you are the fool. Then again, return to yourself, you know, return to the truth of who you are and who God says you are. Plant yourself in that, root yourself in root, and you'll never ever be the fool, ever. No matter what anyone else thinks or does or say, says, you'll never ever be the fool. So that is um things that I had to constantly deal with um in that particular season of my life, letting go and not one, like not, not trying to be in control of everything. It's just letting go. And then lastly,
1: please talk us through your current offering or your future offering and how can this community show up for you?
0: Okay. So right now, I'd say that right now I am in the process of reinventing myself. Mm. Um, I, I let go of um, Lady Legacy, um, what other people know it as me and me forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I I let go of that. It served it served me in a particular season, however, I have moved on from that. Right now I am focused on my nine to five as a social media manager and content writer. I am just focused on finding new ways to express myself creatively and I'm just in a process of reinventing self and I'm taking as much time as I need and when the time comes for me to start something again which I know for a fact that I will because I'm just one of those people that always start something (laughs) when the time comes I will start something but for now I am content with just being in the nine-to-five space and just Mm. yeah like going with the flow basically Mm -hmm. Uh, that's where i am right now Mm -hmm. um yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's just me right now
1: yeah and we had this conversation earlier so
0: yeah yeah,
1: i wish you all the best so long as you're content and this is where your heart is so yeah. yeah thank you so in closing, I usually close up, wrap up the conversations with these three questions just to know you on a different level as well. And then we'll close it also on healing reminders or affirmations that you may have prepared for someone who's listening. So the questions are,
0: what do you believe the meaning of life is? I don't think that life should have a meaning mm. um, or one particular meaning because that would stop us from experiencing the things that we anticipate and those that we don't anticipate. The moment you start to label something or, I don't know, narrow it down to just one thing,
1: mm-hmm. we,
0: like I, I, I feel like people tend to overlook everything else that could possibly be on the side that could be of benefit. So that way, I, I, for me, I don't think life should have one meaning, I think life should just unfold as life should unfold so that we can experience it fully and wholly. Mm, yeah. okay. I love hearing what the
1: guests have to say. So what do you believe your purpose is?
0: I believe that my purpose is to continuously align myself with that which spirit wants me to align myself with. And that looks different in every season. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to believe that there is like one purpose that everybody should work towards in their whole life or, you know, that, yeah, I, I don't believe that anymore. I, I just believe that whatever it is that spirit wants me to do, whatever it is that spirit is saying to me, but wherever spirit is leading me, my purpose in life is to follow. And mm-hmm. that will look totally different in every single season of my life. A year ago, that looked very different to what it looks like now. And I know that next year it will look different and the other year and the other year, the other year. So as long as spirit is leading me, I know that I will be walking in purpose. And what do you believe God is? I believe that God is a never ending force of love, of light, of divinity and of truth. He is this never-ending force of love and light that lives within us, that lives around us, that we come from, and that we are going to return to one day. That is what I believe that God is.
1: Yeah. So this is the part that I'm going to leave you to have your solo segment of reading out your healing affirmations or
0: reminders all right so this is something that i wrote in my journal on on monday titled 13th of september um and it was just something that i needed to remind myself of in that particular moment because work was hectic life was hectic and i think this is a reminder that it served me at the time and i think it would serve someone else so what i wrote to myself is the following remember that you are more than just a mere human being on this earth remember that you are one with divinity you are love you are light and you are a creator your being transcends this earth and all its problems remember that this life experience is serious but not so serious. Don't take everything so personally. Don't take everything so seriously. For you will find your way back to God, to light, to love, to the truth. You will find your way back, no matter what. It may take many lessons, it may take many mistakes, and it may take many lifetimes but eventually you will find your way back to self. So be kind to yourself, be gentle with yourself and be true to yourself. Just be you in every second, in every moment, every day. Just be your glorious self and trust that the rest will unfold beautifully. Yeah. Thank you for blessing me. If I was to add
1: anything there, you know, my reflection or whatever, it'll be just taking away from the beautiful words that you just shared. So thank you so much. So that was so beautiful. Thank you so much. I always find these segments like so, such a blessing also to be just listening. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you for having me. I think this whole, this whole conversation that we had, it it is just, what I needed to hear right now, it is a beautiful reminder mm. of what i what what I needed to hear mm. and what I have forgotten about <laughs> like I've, yeah, a lot of the things that I said right now I really had forgotten about, and I think I needed to hear them right now in this moment, so thank you. Mm. Oh. I'm glad that it was both for us and someone who's listening.
1: So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for allowing yourself to be so open, you know, and so to let it all flow through you, you know, as you're saying that that was something that you forgot that you needed a reminder of. So that means that you're just an open vessel at this moment sharing. So thank you for holding that moment for us as well, who are just listening yeah i just feel like we are all wells of wisdom and it's always important to bring more voices to this platform to just share because there's so much that my body is limited to and i know that i can find it in your body i can find it through your spirit you know so thank you thank you for sharing your life with me today Thank you for listening to this episode. I really do appreciate you for being here. Please remember to share your love openly here by subscribing, sharing these episodes and also just adding your feedback on the reviews. So this podcast can also be easily found by those in similar journeys and needing the message here. I would love to hear how the podcast is helping you. So do share that too with me and be sure to check the podcast out on
0: Instagram. Keep well, chat to you soon.